grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Boy, it's been a while since we've heard those words, in person at least, with the, the stand-in-place order. Church has been closed, and, and I miss you. As your pastor, as I pray, you miss me, and we miss the fellowship of believers. But in the meantime, we're held at bay with this coronavirus. Yet, God still, in spite of being separated, still fills us with grace, mercy, and peace provided for each one of us through his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Everything can change except our eternal God and the love he has for us. Now, this morning we have in our own lives a semi-crisis and we notice the characters in our gospel lesson, likewise, have a crisis in their life. And I think the lesson of the story of Lazarus is a helpful tip for us as we go through our uh, challenges, as every Christian does in time. Mary, Martha, and Lazarus were good friends of Jesus. And their trial at that very moment comes upon the sickness and the inevitable death of Lazarus, their brother. But something I want you to notice very clearly is throughout this long text, Jesus always appears to be in control. And that's what I'm praying that each one of us will hold on to during this difficult time. That our Lord is still in utter control of our lives and our destiny. Now, as Lazarus lie on his deathbed, Jesus is a number of miles away and is notified that Lazarus is ill. And then Jesus responds to his disciples, the illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Those words right there are great. Jesus is in control. And then Jesus learns, as he's omnipotent, he knows that Lazarus has died. And he says this to those surrounding friends. Our friends, Lazarus, has fallen asleep. I love this because the disciples and friends and the Jews that were there, they were just a totally oblivious to what Jesus had said. He responds, Lord, the, the, the friends respond, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Jesus was in control, but now it needed to get a little down to earth and simply say to them, Lazarus, my friends, is dead. Jesus is always trying to bring every one of us to the point of realizing exactly who he ha is and what he has done through his death and resurrection. And he is trying to prophesy that now, really, through this illustration. He wants, though, all people to put their trust in him. So to prove his point, what now Jesus does is he goes and travels to Bethany, the home of where Lazarus, Mary, and Martha live. Martha comes out to meet Jesus on the road. Martha stays home. Martha and his followers that were believed that Christ could have fixed the situation if he was there. 
But the disciples just, and Mary and Martha, they just don't understand that which is taking uh, place around them. As Jesus says to Martha, your brother will rise again. And listen to the faith. These are believers. Listen to the faith of Martha. Somewhere here. Well, no, let me back up. I don't think we have to stop there. Let me just try to catch on. As Jesus says to Martha, your brother will rise again. Martha believed. Martha believed this was all tied into the end day when, when the, the resurrection itself would take place. So she had faith. But the problem she has faith in is the same problem that you and I have our faith in. She looks in the past and saw how God worked. She looks in the future at how God works. But sometimes we, and sometimes Martha and Mary, don't think that God is in control that very moment of their life. Well, Christ is in control. And when Mary leaves home, she then approaches Jesus and says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Yet there appears to be a chink in our Lord's armor. Just a very small one, but inevitably, like all things, it's for our good. And the chink in Jesus' armor is his humanity. It shows. At that moment, he sees his friends, and he breaks down into tears. Interesting, uh, the way the Greek is translated, Jesus wept, signifies a startling moment that the Son of God would weep. And that is expressed in the interpretation of that. So, yet our Lord is still in control. He wanted to go to the tomb, and he was warned about the odor, but he, uh, Martha must have just simply assumed he wanted to see the face of his good friend one more time. And then that earth-shattering statement. With the tomb open, and I will say it in the vernacular as I learned it as a kid, Lazarus, come forth. Actually, Lazarus, come out. I don't think it was the same tone, but it, I tried. Amazing. Christ did this amazing miracle. Now, and as he did this amazing miracle, he did it all for the glory of God. Jesus is in control. He's in control of your life, and he's in control of our life. Uh, coronavirus or no coronavirus. Yet I do know it's difficult. I know it's extremely difficult for so many of you. Moms and dads having to leave work to come home to take care and to educate your children, hoping that you'll have a job to return to. Bapt uh, weddings, funerals having to be postponed. Things have changed. But I have something that can help. I have something found in Scripture. You see, our faith needs to all be put to work by trusting that the Lord is in control this very moment when it, think, when it appears, where is he to be found? By trusting that the Lord is the giver and the taker, taker of, of anything. 
put our trust in him, and that trust brings glory to God our Father, just as Christ prayed on behalf of Lazarus. Think about Mary and Martha. And for that matter, now we can think of Lazarus at this last point. Because they're going to run into problems again. You know, Lazarus is going to die again. Maybe Martha before him. Whatever, there's going to be more trauma. But Jesus is in control because the moment Jesus left Bethany, he went back to Jerusalem and was hailed as a king. Hosanna! And those same people would chant crucify him that coming week. And Christ would be there on the cross, dying for the sins of the world, then brought down by Joseph of Arimathea and others to be buried in a tomb. But on the third day, the miracle of all miracles takes place. Jesus Christ rose from the dead, conquered death itself. Yes, we all live in unusual times. But we remember Christ's death and resurrection. We remember how he purchased us back to be God the Father's in a loving relationship. Who is truly in control? Jesus. And I leave you with these words, his words from Matthew. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your Father. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered, so do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Christ is in control now and forever. Amen. And now may the peace that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.